On a beautiful run through the park on a pleasant day, you can easily get lost. No, no, no! She didn't kill him. Huh? In your true crime podcast. It was the pool guy. So obvious. Whatever motivates you works for us. It's all about letting your run be your run. And Brooks is here for every runner, doing the research and sweating the details to create gear that works for you. It's your run. Brooks, run happy. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network, Saturday, April 16. Ian Cameron, we've got Vito with us, as always, on the weekend. And we've got Jay Khan. Good to have him back as well. Special guest here on this Saturday card. We've got a huge 14-game slate, guys. So we're going to jump right into it, and we're going to start with one of three games that are going to be starting at the bottom of the hour, 1230 Eastern. Detroit Red Wings, New York Rangers, Rangers minus 380. Home favorites in this game, total six across the board uh, in this matchup. Can the Detroit Red Wings be giant killers again for a second straight game after obviously a shocker over the Carolina Hurricanes the other night? Just a terrific performance defensively by them, especially Nadelkovich. He was the main cog in why the Detroit Red Wings got the uh, victory uh, in that game, but no doubt uh, it was extremely impressive from the Detroit Red Wings the other night against Carolina. For the Rangers, obviously still trying, you know, to track down Carolina for first uh, in the Metro Division. You know, they're running out of time. They're running out of racetrack, number of games left. So it'll be tough, but still lots at stake for them. They did clinch a playoff spot with their victory against the Philadelphia Flyers in their last game. So will that focus be there? I don't know. We've seen this from the Rangers a time or two in the past where sometimes against those lower to your teams, sometimes they stumble in spots like this. And look at how they've, Detroit's played them uh, this year. Very tough. The Red Wings won one of the two previous meetings against the Rangers, and most recently in Detroit, it took overtime for the New York Rangers to escape with a victory over the Red Wings. So I'm actually doing a split bet here, plus one and a half puck line, and a small little bite on the money line on Detroit here, believe it or not, in this game. I just think when you're talking about a minus 380 favorite at this time of the season, especially a team that just clinched a playoff spot. You know, that is, that's a red flag waiting to happen as far as I'm concerned. Obviously, the Rangers are the better team, very capable of winning. But it's one of those spots where I have a, a few worries about whether we get the best from the New York Rangers, especially when you look at their schedule this past week. They had some big games, especially the one with Carolina. Uh, I think, and you saw Detroit, maybe a sign of a team that's not laying down And at the end of the season. We saw them beat Boston. Uh, recently as well like this is a team that's actually brought it and, and been able to uh, pull off some major upsets lately so uh, the Rangers could be on upset alert just in my opinion here so for me it's a small little sprinkle plus one and a half which you can get at a plus price puck line with the Red Wings and also uh, a little bit on that plus 310 uh, here in this one Vito what do you think Detroit New York yeah well if you watch this game a little bit well overall Rangers start to play better hockey right the last time they played at home, they actually lost, right? 
Carolina Hurricanes 2-4. Yep. So then they went on the road. Then they win Philadelphia there 4 to nothing. Giorgio plays very great game. They have two days off. Now they're coming to home, home to play Detroit Red Wings. So yeah, uh, Rangers is a better team. Ra uh, Rangers also have now a little bit new lineup, right? So uh, I think they can't, can't, that's why they also like played well against Saints the other night. I think they're not, not kind of losing focus lately. They're in, uh, now in April, in March, they're kind of not playing down to the team levels. Like if they are better, they are like winning 5-1 or, or whatever. And if we just look from the Red Wings, the last game they played, three nothing win against the Carolina. Like nobody waited. The Red Wings can win there, but well, obviously Carolina outshotted them heavy, and uh, the goalie also stole the game, played well. So Red Wings basically have to do, I think, the same thing again here tonight. And uh, I, I, I on the road, two games in a row to steal. I don't know if that's very well for me. I, I don't want to gamble on that. So I also don't have actually bets on Rangers here. Actually, I did a small parlay, and there's going to be another game we will talk about later, which I had in this uh, game, but I just took here Rangers in regulation because I think just because they lost their Hurricanes last time at home, they're going to come out here better at home and win Detroit. All right. That definitely could be the case, definitely. Uh, this is just this for me is more of a value and a price thing than anything. Am I obviously very, very confident Detroit wins this game? Of course not, but. I just feel at this time of year, you just clinched a playoff spot. I don't know. Early start could be a sleepy environment at MSG. You know, it could be dicey for the Rangers. We'll see. And the Dalkovich, we know when he's dialed in, he's a pretty good goalie. And he obviously was the other night uh, against Carolina. Jake, what are your thoughts here? Yeah, it's not my favorite game on the card, but I, I think I'm with you, Ian, in terms of getting tempted by this big dog price. When I looked at the line, I thought it was just a little bit too steep for the Rangers. Obviously, they deserve to be big big favorites in this game. They're the, clearly the better team, they're the playoff team. They've also been really good at Madison Square Garden this year. They've been amazing in New York, so it's tough to fade them. But at this price, I think a smaller wager on the Detroit Red Wings makes sense here if you do want to get involved in this game. Maybe a look at the under six. I know you mentioned Nedeljkovic and how well he played. Uh, in that last game. And I don't know if maybe that was just a little bit of a re revenge game, stepping up against his former team, but he really stymied uh, the Carolina Hurricanes in that game. So if he can carry that over to this one, maybe frustrate the Rangers a little bit, I could see Detroit pulling this one off. And at plus 310, I think it's worth at least a little sprinkle. And if I'm looking at the prop market, I'm probably looking more towards the Rangers side, obviously, than, than the Red Wings side. There's a chance they could score a few goals in this game. So looking at, at their top players, maybe pick up a goal or an assist or something like that. But I think the only play I'll have on this game is a, just a small sprinkle on the Red Wings money line. All right. We got Pittsburgh and Boston next up now. Interesting matchup to uh, playoff bound teams. Of course, Pittsburgh, uh, Boston, rather minus 130 home favorite, six the total in this one. So I lean Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh at the plus price is the only way I would bet this game. Pittsburgh, though, just clinched a playoff spot. And Boston's off back to back. Very disappointing results at home. And sometimes you fall into this little, you know, lull of you know team not playing well team battling injuries as well we've talked about this all week it's been a theme the Bruins battling injuries on the blue line Lindholm's missed a few games on the blue line Brandon Carlo didn't play uh, in the last game they've still been without uh, David Posternock as well uh, for several games now and then to add on to that Linus Allmark uh, gets hurt uh, the other night against Ottawa leaves the game uh, he's going to be out uh, at least in the short term and that means it's Jeremy Swayman and there's a reason Linus Allmark got more starts lately for Boston. He's been better than Jeremy Swayman. Jeremy Swayman's having a tough time right now. 
could at one point be the future in net for Boston, but he's definitely struggling with his confidence right now. Bruins as a team struggling a little bit. Casey DeSmith confirmed in net for the Penguins. Expected to be Jari, but Tristan Jari, unfortunately, week to week with a lower body injury. Huge loss, obviously, because look, I've seen enough of Casey DeSmith to know there's a downgrade from Jari to him. He's capable of having one good game, you know, every now and then, like he did against Nashville. But what happened after that? He came back against the Islanders and did not play well. And that's because that's what you get with a backup goalie. Sometimes they play great one game and they don't follow it up the next. So I would look over the total, if anything. You've got a depleted Boston blue line. you got a Penguins team that's scoring some goals right now. Boston's still offensively capable. I don't trust DeSmith to shut the door. So... Uh, or Swayman, to be quite honest with you, with the way he struggled. So rather than a side, I'd look over the total. I lean Pittsburgh, but I don't like backing teams the game after they clinched a playoff spot. I just don't. And the results long-term bear that out. Uh, what do you think? Uh, Jake, we'll start with you here. Pittsburgh, Boston. Yeah, I don't mind your take on the over six, actually, with the uh, with the goaltending question marks here. And it, it obviously doesn't sound like the timeline for Tristan Jari is great news if you're a Penguins fan either, right? That puts the playoffs in jeopardy if this is some sort of serious injury. They might need Casey DeSmith to really step up. So we'll see what he's made of over these next couple of weeks and possibly into the playoffs as well. I do think that this could go over six, so I might grab that with you. I'm actually leaning towards Boston on the money line here. It's just they play these matinee uh, weekend games all the time. This is a classic Bruin spot. And, and Pittsburgh plays their fair share of them as well. So it's not like this is something they're not accustomed to. I don't love the price at minus 130. I think I would like this closer to a pick'em taking the Bruins. So I, I think that it's it's priced a little bit uh, too high for my liking, but that's where I would lean with this game. I, I think Boston finds a way to get this thing done. And I just, I trust their goaltending situation a little bit more than I do Pittsburgh's at, at the current moment. I know the uh, long-term results are 67 of the last 98 Saturday games Boston has won. So that's a pretty good wow. track. 67 yeah. and 31 is pretty good. How many of those were day games is the question. That that I'm not as uh, sure about. Let's see. Actually, both of these teams on in day games this year are a game below 500. Pittsburgh 6-7, and seven, Boston 5-6. and six. So that's what we're looking at there. But the Saturday record, certainly for Boston, very good. And obviously a bunch of them have been uh, uh, day games. Apparently we're hearing from our folks in the chat that it's Thomas Grice in that for uh, Detroit against the uh, Rangers. So uh, we'll see if that's the case because I had not heard it confirmed, but it's looking like it could be Grice. So we'll see uh, if he's able. He's actually been better lately for the Red Wings. We'll see if he plays well today for them. Vito, what do you like here in this matchup? Pittsburgh, Boston. Well, <clears throat> We just look like Boston. Boston has lost now, I think, two in a row at home. Yeah, they are banged up as well a little bit. But uh, and and Pittsburgh as well. We're gonna be without uh, Malkin, right? So there is some few players to try out from the lineup. But if we just look at the stats for these two teams in April, Bruins and Pens. Well, and but basically the whole season they they pretty they play pretty well. Like if you just watch like expected goals, not numbers, for example. But when it comes to scoring efficiency, that's where the numbers change, you know, for the both teams in the uh, in the same way. So basically, uh, Pens have scored 17 goals, 5-on-5, five five in seven games, and Bruins have scored 12. And then both of the teams have allowed three more goals, 5-on-5. Five five. So basically, something, something not lucky till then, I think, in the defense, because goals are there, and uh, just... Here, I think Boston, of a two-game losing streak, uh, I think you're going to have a better effort from Boston Bruins team here today. 
especially I think early because the, the the team which is which is at home always gets gets that early advantage. I think especially in this case when uh, they're pretty they're playing pretty even hockey in the April and well Bruins will be up a two going game losses at their home arena. But uh, overall, this game I think this uh, number at six is exactly where it should be. I can see this game ending at six at like uh, three, uh, like ending three three or uh, four two to uh, any of these teams. So for me, it's a stay away. I haven't not played anything, but uh, well, if you ask me what, in the end of the day where I, uh, what I would play, I guess my uh, goal would be that over uh, six. But I see it's stopping at six, to be honest, in this game. Yeah, yeah, I think the total is probably the better way to go uh, in this one, no doubt. All right, Chicago-Nashville. This is the uh, last of the 1230 real early starts uh, this afternoon. Chicago-Nashville, we've got Nashville minus 320, home favorites, five and a half the total. A great situational bet for me the other night with Chicago as a slight home underdog against San Jose, uh, sending out Pat Foley, the legendary voice of the Blackhawks, the right way. 40 years with the team, final game uh, behind the microphone, and you knew Chicago would have a little extra something for that game, uh, and they get the victory in a shootout. That doesn't mean I'm rushing to back Chicago again here. In fact, there's probably a little bit of a, you know, after all that euphoria, that big night for their outgoing legendary television broadcaster for the team. This could be a game where, once again, it's back to the old Chicago. Falling flat, you know, bad defense, bad goaltending. Lincoln and Delia have not exactly been uh, Marty Brodeur-like. Uh, in net for the last several weeks for them. That is for sure. This is a straightforward bet for me over five and a half. I've talked about this. I've been betting a lot of Chicago games over the total recently. I think this one gets there. Nashville's been trending under lately, but Chicago's pulling everyone into 4-3 type hockey uh, right now. The one thing Chicago can do, though, is still is find the back of the net. You know, guys like uh, Kane and Strom and uh, uh, the guys of that, Debrinket, they haven't rolled over completely down the stretch here, but they just cannot defend at a high level. They're not getting saves consistently, whether it's Lankinen or Delia. Lankinen, of course, will be a net today. Delia is not even available. He's injured. Uh, so it will be Kevin Lankinen. Saros in net for Nashville. I think you'll see more than enough goals to get over this five and a half. I was actually surprised it was five and a half when I saw it, although some books have moved to six. So make sure you uh, shop around. If you like the over, try to find a five and a half here. Uh, with this one Vito what do you think Blackhawks Predators yeah well for the Predators who just checked last game games there is some problem being with scoring you know like you cannot really score zero goals against Sharks okay in the OT another one you know but in, the, in 60 minutes you score zero against Dallas you score zero so that's two games where they can't score a goal in 60 minutes that tells you something but since that game against Panthers which they lost at home where it was one two and it was uh, two empty netters late uh, uh so since that game nashville has really tightened up the game you know it looks like they want to win the tight maybe low scoring games uh they have they have not been finding their scoring you know there have been some problems i mean you just just not acceptable i mean if you uh, look at that advanced stats for the national predators in uh, seven games only 10 goals they have scored five and five so that's definitely not good I mean, that's a little bit more than a game ago, you know, five and five. Yes. It's not been good for them. It's terrible. Yep. Yep. Same amount they are loving. So it's 10-10, you know. Uh, for the Blackhawks, I mean, it's more terrible. You know, it's in the six games, they have scored nine goals, allowed 20. So uh, the defense has not been there for uh, Blackhawks, definitely. And another big thing for me, 
why, why I like to play here in Nashville in this spot. First of all, Nashville will play Blues tomorrow. Uh, and uh, I think that, that, you know, in NHL, I, NHL, I don't believe on these overlooked spots. So, you know, and uh, I think the teams take one game at a time, you know. And for Nashville, they need points. So this is a nice chance where they can grab a nice victory and get on back on there like a winning streak, you know, or just scoring goals. I think I think this is a perfect team. I think Nashville should get, get some goals here today. And for, uh, watching from the Blackhawks side, they've been at home for five games, you know. And for me, I think any team which plays more than four or five home games, I think the first game on the road is never easy one. You need to change to a new atmosphere, to a new arena you know you know i think it's never easy so yeah i think nashville gets gets down this one in the puck on the puck line here all right nashville puck line for uh, uh Vito saying they can uh, get the job done by margin i i tend to lean that way if i were to bet a side i'd do i'd go puck line but i'm going to just stick to the total what do you like here jake yeah, I agree with what Vito was saying about Nashville in this spot, too, because they do have some difficult games coming up, particularly tomorrow, and they really need the points. Like, this race in the Western Conference is getting really heated. Vegas is making their push now, and no one seems to be losing. So I think you're going to see a desperate Nashville team here, and I don't know if Chicago is going to be able to match that desperation. And, um, Ian, I'm glad you played the the Pat Foley angle in the last game. I watched that game. It was a really cool send-off. They win it in the shootout, and then he gets his, uh, his moment after so I could see there being a bit of a letdown here you come off a night like that and then you have to play an early start in Nashville and this is a, a really early start too, 12 30 Eastern so it would be 11 30 local time here this is a, a really really early start for these teams so I'm going to roll with Nashville I, I think I'm with Vito in terms of, of laying the puck line here because I'm not going to get up to that minus 320 and I think I'm with you on the over five and a half as well I, I, I the, the only difficulty for me is can Chicago score if they can get a couple goals I I think we see this go over the five and a half total. And basically anytime I see a total of five and a half these days in the NHL, I'm just going to blindly take the over because we're seeing scoring go way up. We're seeing empty netters go way up as well. So anytime I see that five and a half, I'm, I'm basically just rolling with the over at, at this point. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to argue with any of that. I mean, we've seen such just goals and bunches, right? All season long in the NHL and it doesn't seem to be uh, changing. Uh, and I, like I said, I thought after the trade deadline, we would really see things tightening up and it really hasn't been that huge swing in terms of the totals and the results with those, with the totals uh, since the trade deadline. All right. We got a beauty game coming up here, 3 PM Eastern. This is your ABC game, national TV in the United States, Minnesota wild, St. Louis blues, even money minus one ten, both sides, six, the total. I'm going to be brief here. I'm on the blues. I'm on the over. This is, that's what you get with Minnesota versus St. Louis. The Blues win. The game goes over the total. Saw it already a couple of times already this year. I'm not stepping in front of St. Louis. In fact, I'm a little bit surprised it's just even money here with what the St. Louis Blues are playing like right now. And this is no disrespect. I like Minnesota, of course, no question. But we're talking about a team that's 26 and 9 on or 25 and uh, 13 on home ice. Terrific home record. Uh, a team that's playing their absolute best hockey right now, the Blues. I was very impressed that after. You know, a big win against Boston, no letdown against a Buffalo team that's playing better lately. Six to two, they beat the Sabres. Uh, Minnesota's won three in a row, LA, Edmonton, Dallas. So won't be easy, but I can't ignore the series history, you guys. I mean, six, four straight losses for Minnesota against St. Louis. They're winless in six visits to St. Louis. Uh, the over is cashed in six of the last seven. Too many weapons for the Blues right now. Perron can beat you. Shen can beat you. O'Reilly can beat you. Tarasenko's on fire right now for them. 
Uh, what, what if Kairou gets going again? And they've got him buried on the third line because there's so many other players that are on the top six that are feeling it right now and have a hot stick for the Blues at the moment. So very dangerous offensive team, probably too much for Minnesota here. I think all things considered, this team that's on this incredible win streak, a buck 10 at home, 25 and 13 on home ice, looks cheap to me. Uh, so I like St. Louis here, minus 110. I like over the total of six as well. Six in some books, six and a half in others. So make sure you shop around there. Uh, Jake, what do you think of this great matchup? Wild Blues. Yeah. Yeah, great matchup, and it looks like a first-round playoff preview as well, and these teams battling for home ice advantage in the first round. It looks almost locked in now that these two teams are going to meet in that 2-3 matchup, and they're only separated by a point in the standing. So this game is actually really crucial, and if you look at the home records for both of these teams, I think that even matters more, right? Like Minnesota's been such a great home team. St. Louis has been a great home team. Uh, basically, all those good Central Division teams seem to play well on home ice, so this is an important battle down the stretch, and probably my favorite bet of the day so far uh and it's st louis money line so i'm totally with you you know I, I was a little bit surprised i thought this would be up at around minus 130 something in that range so to see it at a pick em, i'm all over the blues in this spot and i actually just jumped on a stanley cup future for the blues as well i found a 30 to 1 number on st louis which i i just think is way too big i'm seeing minnesota around the 16 to 1 range i feel like this first round series is going to be a true coin flip and you can split hairs between both sides so i'll just take the bigger number on a team that i think has a very good chance of winning this series and St. Louis looks amazing right now so deep that top line of uh, Buchnevich, Rob, Robert Thomas and Vladimir Tarasenko looks like one of the best lines in the league right now so I'm going to roll with them on home ice here I think this is a really nice price at only minus 110. Yeah we've been singing the praises on the Ice Guys show for weeks about Robert Thomas play oh, I saw play in amazing. Hamilton here with the Bulldogs a few years ago uh, in his junior days uh, and uh, yeah a great player getting better and better and better. You've been looking at goal score and points props for the last few weeks with him, which we've been mentioning repeatedly. You can go back to the well today as far as I'm concerned as well. He has been making an impact repeatedly for St. Louis lately. Vito, what do you think here, Minnesota-St. Louis? Yeah, for me, in this game, if we just watch, obviously, St. Louis has been on this amazing winning streak. And uh, actually, against the Sabres is the last time I played Blues as well in the regulation and if we just watch blues yes they have scored uh, they have scored that 27 goals in eight games and that's only five and five so that's more than three goals per game i mean that's that that's already amazing stuff okay so here we see the difference and they have allowed 17. uh but if we talk about expect uh, like expected goals blues is never the team which actually carries the play you know you know and uh, like cycles that uh, puck down low I mean, usually, uh, like if you have some turnovers against the Blues, that is a team, a team which makes you pay because all three lines, they all can uh, have a good technique. They can uh, pass tape to tape, you know, and they have a great shot, you know. So on, on these old man rushes, when you have three on ones, two on ones, three on two, you are just done, you know. You cannot let this happen when you uh, play against St. Louis Blues. That's just how it is. So, and if you just look at the Wild, I mean, guys, Wild also is playing amazing hockey now. and while when when it comes to carrying the play and expected goals they are in the top eight and i'm, I'm talking about april only so in april and the whole season wild is doing better you know they are they are pressing the teams they are sometimes carrying the play well this is a road game uh but bulls are also coming home from uh buffalo and also also flight uh, minnesota was playing against dallas last game so it's uh, they are already kind of also waiting for the this game waiting for the obviously the Blues come back and Minnesota 
have scored 21 goals in in seven games so those that's also three uh, goals per game five on five and i uh, have allowed seven goals only so minnesota have allowed less goals much much less goals than wild so what i see in this game since minnesota i think well since the both of the teams are scoring the at least three goals five and five in the last games uh add one more power play, power play goal to that you know uh i think i see this game going over and uh, talking about allowing the goals, while uh, Blues have allowed a lot of goals, so that says to me that Minnesota can get goals early. Maybe I don't know exactly how the game goes, but I think one th team can get ahead of the team and start to chase. So I will take over six in this game. Like in the uh, like an over six here for uh, Vito, I agree with that. Minnesota St. Louis hard to argue with six of seven over. Uh, the total in the last seven head-to-head -head meetings, six of them have gone over. Uh, Vegas and Edmonton, this is the last of the afternoon games, uh, and this will be the last game we uh, break down. Jake's got to run in a few minutes, so uh, we'll talk uh, Vegas-Edmonton, and then Jake can give us any thoughts from the night games and his best bet before we let him go. But Vegas-Edmonton, another good matchup here on the afternoon slate. Edmonton minus 130, home favorite, six and a half the total in this game. You know, given Edmonton's inconsistency, and I thought it was a great spot to back Edmonton against Nashville, they weren't happy at all with the effort against Minnesota, and they shouldn't have been. Uh, they were badly outplayed. They just made mistakes. One of the worst turnovers I've seen anybody make, and of all people, it was the veteran, a Stanley, three-time Stanley Cup champion, Duncan Keith. Uh, in that game against uh, Minnesota. I mean, he just fed the puck right to the slot area in his own zone. A terrible turnover, and it ended up being a Minnesota goal. Just one of those nights they were awful, but, boy, they were a lot better against Nashville. A very efficient, workmanlike shutout, 4 nothing over Nashville. On the road in Nashville, to shut out Nashville in Music City is pretty impressive. Uh, so a good win. We'll see if they can follow it up. You know, they are 7-2 and two in their last nine games. They're playing well. I just get the sense after what I saw from Vegas the last game, beating down Cal. That wasn't just a beat win over Calgary, a very good Calgary team at the Saddledome. They beat them down. That was a very, and th th this is the little bit of a glimmer that Vegas gives you now that they're starting to get healthy. Now that Pacioretty's back, now that Stone is back, the blue line's much healthier. They got Martinez and McNabb back. You're starting to see what the Vegas Golden Knights could be. Now they still have to get into the playoffs and they still have a, a shit ton of work to do. They're not guaranteed anything, but you're starting to see them get healthier. Like I said, they're only without Haig now on the blue line. Howden and uh, Carrier, some depth forwards, and the main forward still out is Riley Smith. But other than that, this team is now getting much healthier. You saw them play at one of their best games in a while. I think they are capable of going into Edmonton and winning. I like them at the plus number here, plus 110, especially with now Robin Leonard away from the team. This is Logan Thompson's net right now. And it should be Logan Thompson's net at the moment. He's played great, this guy, for the Vegas Golden Knights. He'll be the starter, obviously, in net today for this game. Uh, and he's been absolutely terrific. And he keeps on getting better from what I see each game. So I think Vegas, they showed me that, hey, we we want to make the playoffs. We think we're good enough to make the playoffs. And we know their A game can do what it did against Calgary. We haven't always seen it. They've been beaten up to shit this year with injuries. That's really hurt them, set them back but we see what they're capable of doing in a game like the way they played against Calgary. And I had them at plus 140 uh, that night. I'm coming right back to Vegas here, and I'll take them at uh, plus 110. Jake, we know you got to run, so talk about this game. Anything from the night games that you like, and also give us a best bet before you go. 
Yeah, well, I'm totally with you on this game, and I, I guess we were together a couple nights ago as well because my favorite play that night was Vegas going into Calgary. It just was a bit of a gut feel that, okay, game two of Mark Stone coming back, that everything was sort of going to come together for them, and they looked great in that game. Like the, Even the last few games, they've really looked closer to the Vegas Golden Knights that we expected coming into this season. So I like them again in this spot. You know, It's not as good of a price as we got against Calgary a couple nights ago, so I think the markets are starting to adjust to Vegas being I guess, quote unquote, back. Now it's starting to look more like that Vegas team, but I'll still take the plus money, plus 110. Edmonton is playing great hockey themselves. So I'm a little bit worried about that because I do have respect for how Edmonton's playing right now, but I'm just going to roll with Vegas in this spot. Uh, my favorite bet is certainly the Blues. I, I love the Blues at minus 110. That's my favorite bet of the night. And I'm going to roll with the LA Kings as well. They, they really need to get things going here down the stretch. They're about minus 200 on the money line, but I'll lay the puck line against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, they got smoked by the Colorado Avalanche on the second half of a back-to-back this week, which I think a lot of us expected. It was a bad spot, and the Kings just have so many injuries on the back end right now. But they're going to need to not run the table, but basically win all of their games with Vegas hot on their heels and all of these teams. And I still think the Kings are a great team uh, offensively, and I think they can get it done uh, against Columbus tonight. So I'll lay the puck line with the Kings. And like I said, favorite play of the uh, the day, I guess I should say, is uh, the Blues money line. All right, there you go. So he likes the Kings puck line against the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. And best bet for uh, Jake Hahn here, St. Louis, minus 110 uh, against Minnesota. Jake, great stuff as always. We'll have you back later this season. Have a good Saturday and good luck. Love it. Good luck, guys. Great talking to you as always. All right. Great stuff. Thanks for joining us, Jake Hahn, with us as well, uh, on this uh, Saturday edition uh, of the Ice Guys. All right, Vito, uh, are you on this Vegas train with us or no? What do you think? <laughs> All right. Talking a little bit about the Vegas. You also mentioned Stone. But overall, guys, uh, yeah, Vegas at the moment in the April, uh, if I look in my, uh, in my stats, which I like to watch, you know, the stats which are in April only. And expected goals, they are like seventh best in the league. So that's good, you know. I mean, they are like 4.75% over. So, uh, no, over the, you understand what I said. Over 4.75% over zero, you know. I got you. So that's great. And when it comes to the scoring efficiency, this is one of the teams which also have the scoring efficiency. Because all the teams above Knights, Knights are like Stars, Pens, Bruins, and those teams lack scoring. But when when we come to the Vegas, they are 18.97% over, you know, on, on also also on scoring. So that means 20 goals in the last six games, five on five. So that's a lot. That means they have find the scoring. And by allowing goals, they have only allowed nine goals. That's like 1.3 goals, I mean, per, uh, per game, five on five. That's also a great stat. Why they lost to Canucks? Well, special teams were involved there. We never can forget about the special teams, you know. And, uh, well, talking about the Knights, why are they now getting this scoring and why are they getting these uh, goals coming in late, you know, six on five? I think the most important thing is that Martinez and McNabb and those guys are getting back in shape, you know. And uh, when you have a D-man at the top of the blue line who you can pass the puck from down below in the boards in the offensive zone, you pass that back to the D-man and he can take the puck, skate it in the middle and shoot, you know. Those are like McNabb, Martinez, Theodore. When you have those guys on the line, Vegas will play good. These guys are now getting healthy. So Vegas now, is, uh, if they make the playoffs, they still need to make the playoffs. But if they make it, I think that's all, well, That's when they're going to be at their best. And if we would watch a little bit from Oilers now. Uh, 
Right, wait, let, let me find it where they are actually. Well, Oilers, okay, 19th. Uh, well, like, I watched a little bit the Oilers game. I mean, yeah, they are playing better. They try to tight, tight, I think, tighten up a little bit the game, right? Uh, now, now they're going to uh, play at home against the Vegas. Those two, well, a game against the Preds, I mean, it was some Preds just look, I don't know, kind of bad. Was Oilers that good? I don't know. I mean, those games, those were just skilled goals, which guys that would have scored on the power play. So Vegas now, uh, now Oilers coming home. I actually just skipping this game, guys, to be honest. I wanted to play Vegas. I was thinking about that yesterday because I also had it in the last game as you all guys. I think many guys had that. Uh, but here I have this concern sometimes uh, teams it's end of the season and like they pl play flames it might might be a pretty hard game six one victory now they're coming here in Edmonton you know feeling good maybe about themselves and well maybe this game goes to overtime you know and then the winner is decided on the shootout so yeah well I just staying away I think Vegas is the right side but yeah I will just stay away from this game something tells me that something is sketchy here <laughs> something tells you something's off here. All right. Yeah. Sometimes you have games like that. So, all right. Next up, we got the at night games. We'll have to uh, quickly because we've got uh, we got a hard out at uh, uh, tw in 28 minutes or so. So we'll go rapid fire through the rest of the card. Just for these last couple Saturday and Sunday shows in the regular season, I've got a show now right after this show at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern. So well, the good news is once the playoffs get here, there's less games. So yeah, uh, we had just two now. We got three, so we'll be faster. That's right, exactly. Philly, Buffalo, I'll be brief here. Buffalo minus 145, six and a half the total. I'm on Buffalo here, minus 145. I'm on Buffalo over three and a half team total at plus 100. Uh, and I also like uh, the over six, six and a half in this game. But I like the Buffalo bets more. Buffalo minus 145, Buffalo team total over three and a half. Philadelphia looks like they've rolled over. All right, those were two pathetic games for them this week. They got just eviscerated by Washington, 9-2. You'd think they'd push back against the Rangers and show something after an embarrassing loss. They didn't. They get shut out by the uh, Rangers, another terrible performance. They're just a dead dead team. They look like a dead team right now, the Philadelphia Flyers. A bet against it every opportunity, in my opinion, including tonight. I like Buffalo. Uh, money line and team total over 3.5. A, a smaller bet on the full game over as well. Vito, Flyers, Sabres. Uh, yeah, well, if we just look a little bit at the stats in the April, these both teams have same exact stats. Uh, five and five, they have scored 16 goals, and both of them have lost 26 goals. That's pretty a lot, actually. If we if we if we watch just there's teams like allowing 11 and scoring 14, you know, so 16 and 25 is a big numbers. I don't think these teams are coming out here today thinking to I need to grab a victory and we're gonna win this, you know, two one or three one. Uh, I think one team can go on in front, other team also I think we'll get some scoring. And I mean, it's still Sabres, you know, there's still like some power in defense. I, I think Flyers still can score, you know, here. So, uh, yes, I, in this game, I have went, went with uh, over six. All right, like an over six here with uh, Philadelphia and Buffalo. Oh, see, it's now six and a half. So, yeah, this was six, yes, uh, this was six yesterday. No, there's so, still a couple sixes, couple books. Okay. Grab somewhere six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> couple F six still, but you're right. Most books now have six and a half. You're right about that. Uh, so make sure you shop around if you like the uh, total. And uh, Vito likes the over here. All right, Toronto, Ottawa, Battle of Ontario. Uh, Toronto minus two fifty. Road favorites here, six and a half the total in this game. Um, 
Toronto is becoming a very, very, they're developing these tendencies. And the tendencies are when they play a great team, they're inspired, they're motivated, they play their absolute best. Whether it's Washington, Tampa Bay, Carolina, they've beaten all of those teams lately. You know, and Boston, you know, they've played all of those teams lately and beaten them all. And then we see them lose to Buffalo. And we see them lose these games to the inferior competition. And Toronto has an issue with just dialing themselves in in every game. And there's some games where they're really dialed in and they're at their best. And you can tell they're on their toes. They're ready. They're pushing the play. They're they're carrying the play. And it's usually against the better teams. And then it's against the teams like this where that's not the case uh, for the um, for the uh, for the Leafs. So. Uh, when I'm looking at uh, this uh, matchup here with the uh, Leafs and the Senators in this game, um, it's tough to lay minus 250. Now, Ottawa's got issues as well. There's no question. Ottawa's kind of struggled uh, as of late. Uh, but, you know, what's good for about Ottawa is they've at least gotten some uh, healthy bodies back. Uh, and they are off two back-to-back wins against Detroit and Boston, a comeback win, which really turned when uh, Allmark got hurt. Swayman came in. Uh, and then all of a sudden, the game totally changed, and Ottawa started to take over uh, in that game against the uh, Bruins. So this is one of those games that's dog or pass for me. You know, it'd be Ottawa or nothing. It'd probably be over or nothing because I don't like betting Toronto games under the total right now. They just seem to be scoring four, five, six uh, in the majority of their recent games. So it's not necessarily something I want to go against. So I- I'd lean Ottawa and the over. I'll probably bet them maybe small, but. Just small bets for me, small opinion, smaller opinions here, sends and over here for me. What do you think, Vito, Toronto, Ottawa? For me, this game is a completely stay away. I, I mean, I was on Toronto against Capital in regulation, nice big win uh, there. And uh, now they play against the Sens, and you know it's a away game. You never know what you can expect from this Toronto team on the away game, you know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if I, uh, I'm not placing any bets here, but... I'm just checking now and I see like then you can get regulation. Uh, for me, the value in this game, I don't know, I think would be actually with, yeah, with Toronto, which is minus 130, something like that in regulation. So that's not bad. So, but yeah, that's why it's there. I think it's a pretty tempting, you know, a little bit to add it somewhere, you know, and uh, I think it's going to end up very close game there with that because, you know, this Toronto team that <laughs> in a way game, I think they, well, they are scoring a lot this month. I mean, 25 goals, allowing 15 only. But they just now scored seven against the Capitals. Well, they have a hot stick. That's that, well, that's what you want from Toronto. But, you know, as Toronto usually against the Senators, the Sabres, they have some problems always against them. So teams somehow know to, how hard to handle Toronto. So I'm just saying away. Yeah, that's right. That's a backwood, this motherfucker. You're right. That's my, that's my guy Dutch on the NBA show. Yeah, said. backwood. <laughs> backwood it. You know, not a great game. All right, Washington, Montreal. Washington minus 260 road favorites, six and a half the total. This feels like Washington puck line to me. Uh, Washington minus one and a half. It does. They got embarrassed by Toronto a, a couple of nights ago. Montreal's on a back-to-back. They had a lot of emotion and a lot. They put a lot of incentive and a lot of effort into that game last night the big return for Carey Price uh, his first start of the year and man they deserved a better fate they completely outplayed the Islanders outshot them outchanced them had the puck all night but end up going home with a three nothing shutout loss because they couldn't finish any of their chances and Ilya Sorokin was outstanding 
uh, in net for the Islanders. That ended up being the difference. So very disheartening loss for Montreal. May not be easy for them to bounce back. You got to assume on a back-to-back, you're not going to see Carey Price tonight. It's probably going to be uh, Samuel uh, Montembeau uh, getting the start here tonight for Montreal. Washington off just an absolute debacle uh, against Toronto. A terrible game for them. You would think they really want to respond the right way tonight. So for me, it would be Washington puck line. Minus one and a half even money if I were to bet anything here. Maybe Washington team total over as well. What do you think here, Vito? Caps, Canadians. Yeah, you see. Yeah, Capitals at the moment in the April. Uh, they're a little bit the, over the expected goal, so 1.79. So that's okay, you know. But have scored 17 and allowed 17, 5 on 5. So actually, that's where stats never lie sometimes. You know, that's what we used to say in hockey. Stats never lie. So the, actually, that's where Washington is, I would say. They could 17 scored, 17 allowed. And if we look at the Canadians, they have scored 17 and about 19 goals. Canadians not playing the worst hockey. That's the 16th place in the league at the moment. So, yes, I uh, just uh, capitals of that big loss, I think. And uh, another thing, the Canadians are on the back-to-back. And I just think Canadians still not that, that got good team. I think after having Price in the net now, having Montembeau, it could be hard. And I think just capitals would like to play again good, you know, because the uh, playoffs are coming and... Uh, I mean, they struggled now for some last months. As we remember, now they have played, start to play better. So this is a great spot, I think, for them. I also have taken, and it's a great price on the puck line. You know, you can get plus 100, I think. So yeah, capitals on the puck line for me here. All right. So uh, Vito liking Washington puck line here as well. Winnipeg and Tampa Bay. We've got Tampa Bay minus 250 to 255. Uh, home favorites, six the total in this game. Uh, the Winnipeg Jets get absolutely just trounced by florida six to one last night so anybody still think winnipeg can make the playoffs anyone anyone yeah that's not happening now forget it uh it's done for winnipeg i think this is a slaughter waiting to happen Uh, you just got to hope tampa bay's motivated though because again dallas they lose one nothing they were not sharp in that game they didn't look locked in anaheim Again, Vito, in that Anaheim game, they came back and they won in overtime 4-3, but they had lapses and breakdowns. And, you know, they're not playing 60 full minutes of great hockey, Tampa Bay, one game to the next right now. So that is the one concern. But there's I want nothing to do with Winnipeg after last night. That's the loss where it sinks in. Reality sinks in with Blake Wheeler, with Ehlers, with Connor, with Hellebuck, <laughs> with that whole team. It's done for us. No playoffs for us this year. And I'm not betting on a team coming off that kind of loss last night that pretty much is a season ender uh, for the Winnipeg Jets. So I would only look toward Tampa minus one and a half plus 110 puck line. But I am going to officially bet Tampa team total uh, over three and a half minus 120. I cashed with it against Anaheim. They got four goals, needed an overtime goal to get to four goals, but they got there. Winnipeg, I don't trust them to keep the puck out of their own net. They've been struggling defensively all year. Hellebuck's not been great. Won't probably won't even be Hellebuck tonight. It'll probably be Eric Comrie. Yeah, Eric Comrie with the team on a back to back here, uh, and uh, I think he'll give up some goals. Elliott in net for Tampa Bay, but I, I caution you when it comes to Brian Elliott, the guy is capable of playing well. He had a shutout against Buffalo uh, in his last start, so don't just say, "Oh, Brian Elliott in net, fade Tampa, fade Tampa." No, he's still you know a veteran goalie. He's capable of going in there playing well. So I'd focus more on Tampa scoring than Winnipeg. Puck line for Tampa, Tampa team total over three and a half. I think both of them will be going in my pocket at some point today as two bets What do you, in this game. What do you think here, Vito? Jets, Lightning. Uh, yeah, well, adding about 
what I want to say adding about the Jets wait a second uh well the, yeah well the, yesterday the Panthers were just the dominant ah Hellebuck first of all well for uh, this year I mean it's just a name for me you know it's it's just a legendary name for a goaltender you know what he has done this season it's absolutely brutal he has had some it's not absolutely brutal he had some few game good games but every goal he has some few games even hamburger or whatever <laughs> so yeah Hellebuck is definitely something Ham, what uh, uh, Jeff would love to look at was the problem there, and uh, well, overall, yeah, the season pretty much is done for them. And uh, if we just look at the Tampa, also they, I think it's Elliot in the net today for the Tampa Bay. So yeah, it's, I think it was confirmed from me. Yeah, it's confirmed. Yep, it's gonna it's be Elliot. coming. Yeah, yep, yep. yep. Uh, well, he played good. I think he uh, shot uh, had a shutout in his last game when they won against the Sabres five nothing. So he's not, he hasn't been bad. I mean, he plays very good. He can, can, can make some unbelievable saves. And then, then he can left in, left in some really big softy, you know, through his like stomach. So yeah, that's his small issue. And if we watch from Jets, well, Comrie, I actually have liked this guy a little bit better, I think, than Hellebuck this year. And if you look at the advanced stats, Jets middle of the column, Temple also there. So. Uh, what I found in this game and what I actually have bet, uh, I think it's just a great value and I think it's just a great number. You know, that's what I'm playing here. If you check uh, and you check Winnipeg Jets over half a goal in the first period, I got it at minus one, 15. Uh, so I, maybe it has dropped, but I think it's a great value. I think we can see Jets getting one here uh, uh, in the first period after uh, losing one, one six. So yeah. Um, but Jets over half a goal in the first period. Interesting. Wow. Winnipeg Jets to score a goal first period. Uh, wow. Uh, it, uh, they are capable. They have forwards, I mean. You know, we are not yep. banning Coyotes here or uh, whatever. No, I hear you. I just wonder if they can pick themselves up off the mat after last night. Yeah. That's what but my concern is. Goal, yeah. That's what we're talking about here. And it's yeah. still Elliot. Yeah, definitely. So uh, there you go. We've got uh, – I, I agree with that. Definitely. Uh, I think uh, – Winnipeg definitely is better offensively than defensively. There's no question about that. And he likes them to get uh, – you got, you got a great bargain price on that. There's no denying yeah. that whatsoever. Win or lose, it's a good bargain price. San Jose, Dallas. Dallas minus 230. Home favorites, five and a half the total. I think the better bet here is probably Dallas Stars team total over three and a half. Uh, I, I, you don't always trust Dallas to score four goals, but I trust San Jose to give up four goals. Uh, because this team is struggling defensively, whether it's James Reimer, whether it's Capo Kakinen, it doesn't matter. Uh, the goaltending has been rough lately for the San Jose Sharks as well. I'd rather do that than I want no part of Dallas minus 230 or even regulation line. All they do is play close games. You know, they just find a way to just squeak them out, whether it's playing a good team, whether it's playing a weaker team. And sometimes they don't even beat the weaker teams. We know New Jersey went in there and beat Dallas recently as well. Dallas obviously hanging on for that second wild card spot. If I were to get involved in anything here, it would be Dallas team total over three and a half, and perhaps the full game over as well, because San Jose has been a team I've been looking at overs with lately as well. And they still do find the back of the net from time to time, but it's their defensive game has just really, really struggled the last several weeks. So, uh, Lukewarm opinions, but I'll give you a Dallas team total over and full game over if I were to bet this one. What do you think, Vito, here? San Jose, Dallas. Well, you'll see with Dallas, uh, I haven't played them a lot because I always were with you on the show. We were talking close games, so I couldn't find any, any value. 
Last time Dallas were at home, they were like uh, on the odds when the regulation was like minus 170 or something in the regulation. And now uh, they, that time they played Devils. And now they're playing Sharks. And we have much better number, to be honest, than regulation. We have like 20 cents better uh, number now on uh, stars here. And just looking at the stars, like on the stats, I mean, on the expected goals, they're in the fifth place. Again, problems with the scoring. Same like Bruins, Pants, Pants, you know, these three teams just struggle some, some, and there's some struggles with the scoring and also they're loving goals. So for stars, they have scored 15 goals in, in eight games. So that's less than two goals, five on five, you know. But we have seen Robertson now scoring in the last game. Maybe he will get back touch, you know. And for the Stars, the last time lost to Devils. I think this is again a home game. I will take my chances with the Stars here in the regulation. At, um, I had it at minus 120. I think it has dropped maybe to minus 125 or something. All right. Dallas in regulation at closer to, yeah, minus 120, minus 130. Uh, is the price uh, we're looking at on that one. All right, we move on now to uh, next game. Uh, Carolina, Colorado. What a great game this should be. Colorado minus 135, home favorites, six the total. Now you've got Carolina off. Now, were they looking ahead to this game? Is that why they lost to Detroit? I don't know about that. They had lots of shots. They had lots of chances. I think it was more Alex Nadelkovich was brilliant, and he wanted to beat his former team, and he played a great game. Uh, then Carolina was really that bad. They just couldn't finish their chances. That ended up being the difference. I'd expect Carolina to be better here, but Colorado's rolling right now. I've been like, I, Vito, I was so impressed with the New Jersey game, believe it or not, because that was such an easy game to, to lose because of the spot. They pummeled LA the night before. You have the big game with Carolina Saturday. It's so easy to look toward the New Jersey game and not win. And you had your backup goalie, Franco's in net too. And you still kept focus. You still, you know, workmanlike effort. Got the job done. Got the win. Colorado's not a team I'm messing around with right now. You know, uh, I don't think I'm betting this game, side or total. It's a great game to watch. I don't have a strong betting stance on it. But you don't get Colorado at minus 135 at home very often. And I don't like Carolina's last couple weeks enough to take them or trust them. They've been uneven. They've been up. They've been down. They haven't exactly been stringing together one good game after another. That's not going to cut it in the Mile High City. So I'm passing, but I do lean Colorado. Should be a great game, though. Uh, again, still a potential for that this could be a cup finals preview. Uh, Vito, what do you think? Carolina, Colorado. Yeah, well, for the Colorado, that, that game against Devils was very great. And that's something that I waited from them and predicted that they will not want to go and outscore Devils since, you know, many goals. They just got that 2 3 nothing lead and just hold it. That was a very great game for Avalanche. So, yeah, they're playing great hockey. But overall, if we just look at their stats this uh, month, Avalanche are on the bottom of the league and expected goals. So they are just sure that they can take care of any team that comes into town. Are they ready for uh, for the for the Hurricanes now? It will be harder, you know. I, for me, this is a complete stairway game. I, I don't want to play this. I think both teams are very good, you know. I don't want to now go ahead. Well, there's many first four games on the card. And, uh, yeah, well, Red Wings have played. Uh, excuse me. Hurricanes have played Red Wings, Rangers, Ducks, Islanders, Buffalo. So that's some weak competition. They will need to now get up to Avalanche. But Hurricanes are good in expected goals. They are carrying the play, you know. So I might see, uh, well, uh, I might see Hurricanes having a great game here today as well in, in Colorado. 
Colorado laughed up at opponents, Devils, Kings, Oilers, Jets, Pants, everywhere Avalanche won. But, you know, Avalanche is just a great team. I mean, they also can, sc- they have some big depth anyone can score. So it's going to be an interesting game. Uh, it's hard, I think it's very hard to predict the winner here. So it's a stay away. Yeah, I feel that way. It's a great game, but it's tough to predict. This one's easy to predict, this next game. Arizona Coyotes, Calgary Flames. Calgary, north of minus 500, minus 550. Uh, In some spots, they are favored uh, here uh, over the uh, Arizona Coyotes. Uh, The total is six across the board uh, in this game. I'm laying minus two and a half with Calgary here. (laughs) And because, look, minus one and a half on Calgary is minus 190. I'm not laying that. Uh, if you want any sort of value, you got to lay two and a half goals. And you know what? They'll probably win this game by three or more goals. That's how bad Arizona is. Arizona's toast. Tostitos. That's what the Arizona Coyotes are right now. They're an AHL team. They're an absolute dumpster fire. These losses, look at these last five losses during the losing streak. 5-1, 5-1, 6-1, 6-2, 7-1. Ass kickings. Every single one of them. Uh, they just can't compete right now. They have no roster to compete, especially with a team like Calgary. And a Calgary team that, you know, Daryl Sutter was pissed after that loss to Vegas. Not happy at all. Uh, and I know Calgary is you know, one of those teams that they're probably safe and going to win the uh, Pacific Division. You know, it's not like they're, they have to play balls to the wall every night. But when you lose and get stomped like you did against Vegas, you're going to want to come back and be a lot better. And they've got the right team to bounce back against here. So, Give me Calgary puck line minus two and a half, right around minus one ten, uh, is the price with that uh, minus one ten minus one fifteen, Calgary minus two and a half goals, uh, minus one fifteen. I'm actually going to sprinkle a little bit on Calgary minus three and a half goals at plus two thirty uh, as well that they could win by four more goals because look they haven't been uh, each of Arizona's last five losses have been by four goals or more. Lost by four to St. Louis, by four to Vancouver, by five to Vegas, four to New Jersey, six to Vancouver. I think you sprinkle with a minus three and a half on Calgary as well. I think this is an ugly night for Arizona once again. And Calgary, like I say, Calgary doesn't desperately need points every night. But I do know with Daryl Sutter behind the bench, you're going to see a focused, angry, determined Calgary team after one of the worst games they've played in a while against uh Vegas, a game where Daryl Sutter said they hung Jacob Markstrom out to dry. That's why he pulled him in that game. He said it wasn't Markstrom. It was nobody helped him out uh, against Vegas. So this could be a uh, bloodshed waiting to happen here for Arizona tonight. What do you think, Vito, Arizona-Calgary? Yeah, well, this is the other team which I was talking, which I had a small parlay to that. I took that Rangers in regulation plus Calgary in regulation. I see that the Rangers have, have eight shots on net and the Red Wings only two, so I, I think I'm on the right side. I just now need to Rangers to score. All right. And uh, talking about this game, if you want to find a value, like if you want to single bet this game, which I also was checking, I think that only value you can find is first period, you know. You can go with the money, uh, Calgary winning first period at minus 120, or you can take take some risky play with, as you, you Ian had did before, I know. Calgary over one and a half goals in first period at uh, plus uh, 140 now. It was actually at plus 180 in the morning when I was looking at it. Now it has dropped all the way down. So, yeah, I can see Calgary getting two here. So, yeah, uh, I, I have parlayed this game with the Rangers in regulation. 
parlay for Vito here with this one. Arizona, Calgary, Calgary parlayed with the Rangers. All right, New Jersey, Seattle. Seattle minus 125, home favorite, six the total. Both teams should actually come into this game thinking, hey, we can win. You know, New Jersey's probably going to think, hey, we can beat Seattle. Seattle's probably going to think, hey, this is our best chance for a win in a while, too. So what does that mean? I actually think both teams play with some purpose tonight. Be aggressive. Be attack-minded. Uh, and for that reason, I like over the total uh, in this game. It's six. Uh, I think both teams find it. You look at New Jersey, too. When they play weaker teams, 6-2 with Arizona, it flew over the total. 7-4 with Montreal, it flew over the total. 4-3 with the Islanders, it flew over the total. You know, they played three games in a row against non-playoff teams. They've all been high-scoring, loose defensively. And I think you get that here. So rather than betting aside, I like New Jersey-Seattle over six. Don't forget about our guy Fabian Zetterland. Obviously, didn't come through against Colorado. They got shut down, but he's back on the top line again probably tonight. I think so. It doesn't look like they've changed it. Bet him to score. You still get like plus 400 or so with that. Vito, New Jersey, Seattle. Uh, yes. Well, overall, I agree with you. And this Devils team overall is an all-wood team, you know. Devils will play unders only when other team is better and the other team will make them to play under like Colorado Avalanche did the other night, you know. In this, uh, if you watch Devils' stats in April, they're not bad. I mean, Devils are uh, an expected goals. They are even over uh, 2.66 over zero. So that's great stat. I mean, and they have scored 21 goals in seven games. The three goals per game and 11 18. Okay. So even there, they have plus three goal differential. You know, that's great for the Devils. But overall, they lack everything in, exper uh, in defense experience and bad goalie. And uh, for the Kraken, they had some tough games, you know, if you just watch who they played. I mean, twice Calgary and, okay, they won Chicago to nothing, but then Blues and Stars. Well, those are all playoff teams, you know, and now they're getting something easier like Devils. I think Devils are a high team of Farash. They will play their high-speed high, high, high speed hockey, crack on the new team in first season uh, first in NHL. I don't see some uh, any team coming out here and trying to, to win this in a low-scoring low uh, low fashion. I also agree with you this game. Uh, going over the total. In the over as well, Vito here, New Jersey, Seattle. And like I say, two non-playoff teams, um, more likely to bet the over than the under in those type of games like this. All right, next up we've got, well, it's not Columbus, Vancouver. We'll fix that. It's Columbus and Los Angeles. Uh, the Jackets and the, and the Kings, the final game of this Saturday card. Kings minus 190. Uh, home favorite, six and a half the total in this game. Obviously, back home after the road trip, the L.A. Kings, a road trip that ended terribly for them with that blowout loss to Colorado, about as ugly as it gets. This is probably bounced back. I know Jake liked the Kings in regulation. I, I, I certainly look toward that side as well, uh, L.A. in regulation. I like backing solid. They're still a good team, L.A. Kings. I know they haven't played as well lately, but good team, you know, solid teams, good teams off a of embarrassing loss you know you're going to get a much better game from them usually the next time out uh the blue jackets they've actually won two in a row it's and three of the last four the blue jackets so it's not going to be an automatic win for the la kings especially with the way they've been slumping lately but we do need to point out the three wins for columbus were philadelphia detroit and montreal and you know what that is that's sisters of the poor written all over it. Even the Montreal win. Montreal has obviously struggled the last few games as well. So uh, when I look at this situation here going into this game, I think it's just a very, very tall order right now uh, for uh, for the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets here. I think they're going to be 
walking into a, a LA team that's not at all happy right now uh, with the uh, way they played lately, with just getting shellacked by Colorado. So the LA in regulation uh, look here, uh, I agree with that. That's probably the way I would bet this game. LA in regulation, you can find that at about minus 110 uh, in this game. Vito, what do you think here? Blue Jackets, Kings. Yeah, well, Kings stats be not good in April. I mean, five and five, they have, I think, scored like 11 goals. I just were checking. Yeah, 11 goals and allowed 22. So tw twice as much, you know, that's very bad. And you know what's the reason? That's the Drew Doughty reason, you know. You don't feel it in the first games. Uh, after the first game, I think it was against the Hawks that Doughty was missing when they still won 5-2. After that, we have seen that there is some major problems actually actually defensively now for Kings, you know. And uh, I see them giving up few to here today against this Columbus team as well. So, uh, to be honest, we're looking here. Okay, the six and a half, maybe that's a little bit too much for me for the over. At the moment, I have stayed away from this game, you know, that just because I see that the Jackets can put up three goals here. So to win for me to, in this game, I will need at least four from Kings, right? And it can end 3-3. I can see this going also to the over 10, to be honest. So uh, all, 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 why why I would like end up maybe playing Kings, but I'm, because of that 3-9 lose to Colorado, it's still a big score, you know, and doesn't matter who you are, you're always going to play a much better game, you know. So yeah, that 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 is the why I would lean uh, to the Kings overall. But yeah, at the moment, it's stay away for me. All right, so lean Kings, but you're right. Yeah. You made a good point. They have not played very good lately. It, there's concerns about the LA Kings overall game. The goaltending slipped a little bit. The defensive play slipped a little bit. <coughs> they definitely had uh, some issues here the last few games, and their penalty kill has struggled as well. Uh, the last few games um so there's issues right now for la uh but you know they're ha and they're hanging on vegas vegas could knock out la never mind vegas catching dallas vegas might have a better better chance of catching la and passing the kings at this point uh in their own division for a playoff spot so these are important points for the la kings and important games they've got to try to get two points we'll see if they can tonight against columbus like i said uh, I do lean to their direction here in regulation, minus 110. All right, great stuff. That is the Saturday card. We had to go a little bit quicker today because I've got a show following this one, but uh, we appreciate everybody joining us. Hit the like button, 126 live viewers on YouTube. Make sure you hit the like button on the way out. And a reminder, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, and our great uh, partners and sponsors here with the Ice Guys and the Hockey Podcast Network. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. Uh, so take advantage of that uh, That with promo code THPN. Uh, bet just $1 on any, any NHL team, get $150 in free bets if they win. Uh, uh, DraftKings, new customers can bet. Uh, get involved, too. If a DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state, you can play for huge cash prizes. With DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest, DraftKings giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team. Get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 years of age or older. Must reside in a DraftKings Sportsbook state. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Uh, see DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Download the DraftKings app. Sign up for an account and use the promo code THPN.
All right, best bets to wrap it up for this massive Saturday card. 14 games. It's probably Ice Guys world record that we got through 14 games in a little over an hour. Uh, so well yeah. done in terms of the uh, rapid-fire pace that I wanted for the show today. Uh, Vito, what do you think for best bet tonight? Okay, well, it's a great price for this team here today in regulation. Uh, I know they play tight games, okay, but uh, I see them getting the job done today. I think it's Ottinger starting, and I will take Stars in the regulation at minus 120. All right, Stars. Dallas Stars in regulation, minus 120 uh, against the uh, San Jose Sharks. Uh, best bet uh, for Vito. Uh, on this card. My best bet for this card, uh, lots to choose from. A lot of good games, a lot of interesting ones. Someone actually uh, in the uh, chat has already mentioned what my best bet is. So uh, well done. You, you mentioned it. Vegas Golden Knights plus 115 uh, against the Edmonton Oilers. I'm going to go with that. Uh, I like the way they're playing. I like that Logan Thompson's in net playing with extreme confidence. He's aggressive. He's outside the blue paint. He's tracking the puck well, and Vegas now getting healthier. Uh, definitely, I see the Vegas Golden Knights um, uh, as a little bit of a bet on team right now. You, you you go into Calgary and you beat down the Flames six to one, you know, and Calgary hasn't lost that by that kind of that kind of margin in a very long time. You're you're showing me something. You're showing me you're 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 showing the urgency. You're showing the desperation to get to the playoffs. And Edmonton, the one thing I worry about them is when they play a perfect game like they did against Nashville, a lot of times they spit the bit and they're not that sharp the next time out. So will that happen again today? We'll see. But I like the price. I like what the way Vegas' game is trending up. We'll go with the Golden Knights here, plus 115 against the Edmonton Oilers for my best bet for this Saturday NHL card. And that'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone in the chat for joining us. Hit the like button on the way out. A reminder. The Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. For Vito, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Saturday. Enjoy the games and good luck, and we will talk to you again tomorrow on Sunday. Vito, me, and Alex B. Smith will be with you tomorrow on Sunday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.